Welcome to the Grinders Ugly Podcast, where I am your humble host, Kyle Allen. And if you're listening to this podcast and you see that usually I sing in the beginning of my podcast, but if you hear that my voice is baritone, that's because my wife is annoying me. I'm trying to do a podcast, Shayla. Shayla's asking me, well, how long is this going to take? No, no. And, and what's the point? Like, Shayla, we have to have cohesion. So... Welcome to the Grinders Ugly Podcast. Let me restart. Look, can I restart the Okay. Welcome to the Grinders Ugly Podcast, where I'm your humble host, Kyle Allen. On this episode of the podcast, we have my wife as a guest, Shayla Allen. Shayla, say hello to the TGIU listeners. Hi. Okay, let's we're gonna try this one more time. Hello. Welcome to the Grinders Ugly Podcast, where I'm your humble host, Kyle Allen. <laughs> and on today's episode, we have our humble, happy guest, Shayla Allen. Hello. Okay, we're gonna let that slide, but that still wasn't as enthusiastic as I would like. Don't 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 come on the podcast shaming my podcast listeners with with your baritone. Whatever. Well, even though I just did that. Anyway, welcome people, welcome people. On this episode, me and Shayla are gonna peek you in or give you a sneak peek of our life when it go, when it comes to children and the differences that we have when it comes to raising Tell them our children. Age. I'm right, Shayla's 38. No. What? I'm not 38. What are you? I'm 37. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> Tomato, tomato. Shayla's 37. I am 28. If you can do your math, that's a nine-year age difference. Me and Shayla got married four years ago when I was 24 and when she was 33. Correct? That's if you're 37 and four years. <laughs> okay, that's correct. And so... When we first got married, I was living in Atlanta, Georgia, playing semi-pro basketball. And Shayla was actively finishing or in your master's program. Mm -hmm. She was in her master's program at the University of Phoenix. She was already at UC Davis, blah, 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 blah. She was doing okay. She was doing fine. I pretty much demanded that I would be with, I wanted to be with my daughter, Zoe, and I want to be with Daniel. That is Shayla's son. He is my stepson, but we don't we don't refer to him as that in this house. And I don't refer to him as my stepson. And the only time I have to refer to him as my stepson is when people. How old are your kids? He's 13, five and three. Thirteen. Oh, and then I have to go, guys, calm down. It, it's it's people are really ignorant. Oh, you, they, they anyway. So my point is, people age. Early on played a major factor in me and Shayla because. I didn't look at it when I demanded Shayla to move to Atlanta. And for the record, she moved to Atlanta. For I could be closer to her, the kids. She moved all the way from California, Atlanta. Shayla, have you ever lived in Atlanta before? Have you ever lived in the South before? Absolutely not. You've Except been in- for in the Army. A couple months, couple like a year or so. But no, not live on a day-to-day. Okay. So would you say the South is a little bit different than Absolutely. California? I don't like it. Okay. She didn't really like the South no, 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 not really. You didn't, you didn't like it. Anymore. I hated the South. Okay, Shayla hated the South because her friends and family weren't out there. No, not all, the only reason why. What's the What's the other reasons? Because <laughs> I don't see any other reasons. What's the other reasons? The people. Okay. The KKK rallies on the street. And that's true. We did drive downtown Atlanta, and there was a KKK rally, literally <laughs> at City Hall. Which, anyway, that was crazy, and that is a true story. We did drive downtown Atlanta, and there was a KKK rally. Which was a little humbling, and it kind of lets you know. And the Caucasian man in the Waffle House with his pistol to his hip. And Shayla, we 
We did walk in the Waffle House, I think in Douglasville, because I think we were visiting Preston. Mm-hmm. Um, Preston's her brother, my my good friend Preston, my brother Preston. PJ, what's up, man? One of the most talented producers, up-and-coming producers in Sacramento, in the world. PJ, what up, man? So there was a man, we walked in the Waffle House to eat some grits. And you, as you know, TGI listeners, I used to like the sausage patty with the butter on the bun with a little bit of jam and a pecan waffle. As we know, that's my jam. But it's kind of hard to eat that meal when the white man with the bald head has a pistol. Because if my grits happen to fall on his lap or anything happens, Atlanta's a license. Was it not at Cary State? That's not how it's called. It's called a free. Yeah, I forget. It's a. I think you have. A, I forgot what it is, but if you guys know, it's something where you're allowed to. You can carry a gun at schools and churches. You can. I forgot what it's called, but you guys get my point. And no, I'm not eating my cheese eggs and my cheese grits when he has a pistol right next to me. I think I'll pass. And so there were things in Atlanta that were very weird, but the worst part was I was really young. Basketball was not panning out. I just had a daughter. Shayla moved from California to Atlanta to be with me. We got an apartment and we just, boom, lived together. Before we were even married. Before we were even married. Now, mind you, let me help some of you. When me and Shayla were messing around for three years prior to us having children or anything, and yes, I know, guys, we had premarital sex. Um... That happened. Uh, Please don't strike us down, but it is a part of the story. And the story will be told in transparency. When we were messing around all those years, ultimately, you get the best of a person. And then you can just leave. Ooh, Shayla, that was a great time. We were together all night, all day. And I'm leaving. I don't have to worry about how Shayla gets up in the morning. I don't have to really worry about how, at that time, she deals with Daniel I don't have to worry about anything. I don't have to worry about Shayla's finances. None of that. Shayla Shayla does not have to worry about mine. All we have to do is ultimately have a good time and move on. So you can see we had three to four years prior to her moving to Atlanta of great fun. Always good times. Always fun times. We had the best of both worlds at all times. She got the best of me because she didn't have to deal with me. I could just leave. She could just leave. So she picked up her entire life. And I'm sure some of your friends didn't want you to move and thought you were an idiot. If I remember, that's true. They didn't want you to move and they thought it was going to be a bad thing. And guys, let me let me help you guys with this, too. Friends and family are essential to life, essential to love. And they're essential to everything that we do. But if I told you that broccoli was good for you, it is good for you. But if you take a, a whole, what's, what's a, a broccoli stock? Is that what it's called? A stock of broccoli <laughs> or a bundle of broccoli. Bye. And you shove it down your throat at one time. You're going to suffocate and die. Broccoli is great. But in used in the wrong application. 
It's a horrible, life-threatening thing. We use water to shower every day, wash our hands. When we doo-doo in the toilet, we flush it down using water. But I can also drown in water. I think you guys get my point. Family and friends, is like, it's like water and broccoli. They're great for you, but you can still die from it using the wrong way. So anyway, take with that as you will. Do with that as you will. And I can admit, Shayla, to you now, and we've talked about this before. This isn't new. I had no, we both didn't have sympathy for each other in that moment. You didn't care that my basketball career was over. You didn't care that I was a young father. You didn't care about any of that. You just were like, you should be a dad. You, it doesn't matter about uh, your basketball career. Just do what you have to do to do what you have to do. And I'm looking at you like, Shayla, it's not a big deal that you had to change your schooling. It's not a big deal that you moved all the way to Atlanta for me. It's not a big deal. What are you talking about? You're just moving. What's the big deal? We were both, we both had no empathy towards each other. Is that true or false? What would you like to say? Because I don't want to just be the only one saying, what was your experience? Uh, well, I've even told you that I, that I shouldn't have moved to Georgia. Like after, after it was all said and done, I said probably it was, you, you say it was the best thing for us. And I say the opposite thing. Not because I don't think it worked, just because we just went through a lot in Georgia. Okay, and why I say it's the best thing that ever happened to us is if we would have went through a lot in California with our direct friends and family here, we probably wouldn't be married. That's true. We we went through a... We were just really mean to each other. And I, I was very pregnant. I was in Georgia, new job, uh, going from... Being just me and one kid, then now being me, a husband, and a kid, and then a kid on the way because Kyle snuck up in there. Yeah, and but before Kyle was there, it was it was probably it was pretty tumultuous. Tumor, tumor, it, it, it was really bad. Yeah. Um, we said mean. We fought. We did not fight good. Um, we said mean things to each other. We um, we just we just weren't nice people. So, and I think we were unhappy people at that time. You know, you're going through your own transition. I'm going through my own transition. And neither one of us is being there for the other person. So, it's like, it's like you're trying to find your way together. People don't understand when you get married, that oneness, that one is a hard thing to one, to do. You know, you're taking two individual people and you're trying to think similar and operate similar in your life and our relationship was already complicated before we even got married and before well when we had Zoe it was complicated because we were not the ideal type of couple and and so stop sugarcoating it people were talking bad about us and made us feel terrible and were judging everything we did and we we also grew up in the church and that is it's obviously a sin to have premarital sex and it's obviously a sin we we bared her in sin as some people would tell us it was a lot of shame on my part like i no, you, ladies you, it was it was shameful for me when i when when i found out i was pregnant with Zoe Oh, it was just a lot of shame, a lot of um, scared to tell anybody. I hid my pregnancy for six months because I didn't want people to know that I was pregnant. And I didn't want them to know who the dad was because I knew that people would knock me for it. You know, I was 
the the horror that ruined Kyle's life. And so to deal with that shame and to have to, I did not think I even enjoyed my pregnancy. Was I think I was stressed out the whole entire time. She came early. I was 34 weeks with her. Well, well pause. She came early because Shayla refused to stop eating Taco Bell. Well, first of all, <laughs> let's, let's, and stress. <laughs> it was stressful. So stress with a thousand milligrams of salt. He doesn't understand that when you're pregnant, if you want something, you cannot let it go. Like you have to have it. But he doesn't get that. And ladies, I'll be the first man to tell y'all because men won't say it. We think that's an excuse. Keep going. You're going to get a lot of backlash. I'm sure I am. (laughs) Because you don't know what you're talking about. But if I don't speak for the men, I have to speak for the men. You don't know. You don't. Have you ever been pregnant? No. Okay, then you don't know. Have you been a man? I don't need to be a man. I'm a woman. I'm all things. No, you're and see and see and see that I have bared children. You have never done that. That's the problem. Women, (laughs) ladies, Shayla, you're not all things. Yeah, I have bared. Have you bared a child? Okay, bearing a child doesn't mean you're all things. I'm saying I'm not okay. Let me fix that. You're not a man, and 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 no, I've never been a man, but I go through way more things in my body than a man goes through. Oh my god, when I went through puberty, it hurt. Boy, bye. Ladies, feel free to tear him up. And, and let me and let me be very clear. I wasn't, I was not, I, listen, 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 listen. In my time in Atlanta, I was angry about basketball being over. Bottom line, I was drinking nonstop and I was eating Waffle House and Steak and Shake nonstop. I was not a nice man, period. I didn't know how to be a dad. I didn't want to be a dad. I was just like, why is my, all I kept thinking is my life is stopping. And I kept saying, I remember I used to tell my mom, mom, no one cares about what I'm doing or what I'm going through. And you just realize now, it's like, as human beings, we can literally, I could have literally lost my marriage. I literally could have lost a relationship with my my child. Friends and family would have looked at me crazy. All because of me. And I keep saying this in my last podcast, I talked about it's bigger than us. All the, the all the mistakes I made as a man, I'm blaming everybody else. Shayla, well, what about this? Oh, well, no one cares about what I'm going through, what I feel. You know what? Men, they shouldn't care. Why? Because it men sometimes forget, and it's we really do, it's not all about us. And I would tell you, my whole world is wrapped up in you. Everything when we us women, we get married, our man, I know for a fact. That if Kyle is home and someone is breaking into this house, I know that he is going down them steps, live or die. I know he's going to fight for us. I know he's going to go hungry before we go hungry. So as women, that is the automatic confidence we put on our husbands automatically. We know that now that we're married, you are you are going to be and, everything. And let me and let me let me I, until this. That's why this. That's why podcasting is so therapeutic. Until right now, I just re- I wasn't ready to be everything. You weren't. You I, were I not ready to I'm be everything. I'm looking at Shayla like. Yo. And remember, I'm a 33 year old, 34 yeah. year old woman who's established, established, established woman who is looking at this man like dog. Suck it up and drive on. Mm-hmm. I mean. Like I said, we said a lot of hurtful things. You know, mm-hmm. I looked at him like, you don't have no drive. What's going on with your mm-hmm. life? You know, you got to hustle out here. And he's looking like, dog, my whole basketball career has mm-hmm. ended. And that was my drive. And that was my goal. And it just, it ended, it ended in fights. Mind you, mind you, I was watching the kids every day. Yeah. So he was like, he had to become the stay home dad. And 
he had to, and and he's a you're an awesome dad. I mean, that is like a, but I I didn't empathize with the fact that you weren't being fulfilled. Like that was like what your life had dwindled down to. Like I could, if I go back in time in Georgia, I could see where you were like, and this is what my life has dwindled to. So I I get that. Well, dwindle is the wrong word. It's selfish. Mom. I was just not able to look at anything other than my box. Because in reality... And co- mine too, though. Co- I was like, what the heck are you doing? But I'm learning not to blame you. Let me just look inside myself. That's full of crap. I'm not going to lie to y'all. <laughs> 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 I'm sitting there. I'm nah. about to say, what? Hey, nah, fam. Shayla, I do blame you sometimes. It, and, and I blamed you forever. A podcast, as you can see, I'm not going to lie to y'all, man. I, I absolutely blame Shayla for a lot of things. And let me tell you something, ladies. Kyle went to bed at night and woke up and me and the kids were gone. That is a true... That happened in Georgia. Yeah, you took my kids and I left. left him because he called me something bad. Mm-hmm. You won't say on podcast. Mm-hmm. But he said something that was the last straw for me. And I basically was like, well, then forget you then, you know? And I left. I didn't answer my phone. I became that woman who was like... Mm, I'm not. I'm not tripping. Mm-hmm. And when I finally got home, and mind you, we tussled. You know, we we fought it out. And about what three weeks later, we said, "You said, Shayla, what do you want to do?" And I said, "I want to. I wanted to come back home." Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know. It's hard finding your way with. It's just you. You just have to stick to the process. I look back at Georgia and go, "Good God, we were some wild little." When we returned home, and, and mind you, and I'll keep saying this, my recollection of Georgia wasn't all bad like Shayla's. And partly, Shayla never wanted Georgia to work because she wanted to be home with her friends and family. And because I've been gone, as soon as I graduated Sac High, Sacramento High School, I was at Yuba. And then from Yuba, I went to Hawaii. And from Hawaii, I went to North Carolina. And from North Carolina, I went to Atlanta. I was never in California. Quite frankly, I, I, California for me doesn't. It's like okay, this is great, but there's a lot of other places. For Shayla, this is you know this is the this is the bread and butter of life is Sacramento and the, the you know what what we've done and what she's built here, and there's nothing wrong with that. But did she go to Atlanta to me with you never wanted it to work? So then it becomes well, you don't even I want did this to work until we were fighting. Okay, but fighting doesn't listen. I don't understand why everyone looks at having a fight like, oh, it's Atlanta's not why we were fighting. We were fighting because of our own inner ignorances. Dude, and we were like struggling in Georgia. And oh, and, and, and that, <laughs> now that, now that, listen, people, let me be very clear, man. Me and Shayla just bought a house. We have two cars. We do pretty good financially. But in Atlanta, <laughs> if you talk to mom number two, mom number one, uh, sister in law, uh, who else? Uh, my aunt Sherry. Uh, I mean, my, my brother Tyler knew. My my dad. People that knew, man. Me and Shayla were broke. There was one time we paid rent, and mind you, I'm not working at this point. Shayla's entire check went to rent. We had no money left over. <laughs> we had absolutely no money. And in Georgia, they turn off. Your, oh, your your hot water, gosh. and I would have to go to we. L.A. We would have to go to L.A. Fit to take a warm shower because we had cold water. I was boiling. I knew when I started to have to boil water, it's time to make a move. And it's, this is just facts because I'm because for if, Zoe to take a bath. Oh my God, that was miserable. In the words of my and rest in peace, Nipsey Hussle. 
If you share all your successes and not your failures, you're a fool. And we failed in Atlanta. But like Denzel Washington said, I believe we fell forward because when we got home, we were arguing that we had just got home from Las Vegas. We stopped in Las Vegas and me and Shayla got home. And I remember we had this massive argument. And my mom said that me and Shayla were like wild animals. And when I look back on where we are now, I would not want to see us in Atlanta. I would not want to. I would never want to see. Let me not say you, Shayla. I would never want to see how I like. I wouldn't be able to believe some of the things I said and the way I moved with who I am now. I I, I wouldn't be able to. I would not want to look at myself in that light because you realize, man, men, women are annoying. Women are moody. Women are women can be very hurtful and women really don't care about men's mental health and women don't care <laughs> how much we think about things. And, and men, I'll speak for us. Women don't understand the burden a man has. We have a different type of burden than women. We just do. Shayla said earlier in this podcast that if someone breaks into our house, she knows I'm going. I know we don't look at it like that. But as a man, you kind of know if anything happens, it's up to you to defend the family. And that's a great burden, but a burden nonetheless. And I think women don't understand that as a man and because of society, society, we are taught that we have to do man things. Whatever man things mean. So as a man, when you're not doing man things, you just start looking like, well, okay, if I'm not being a man, who am I? What am I? And just, I think we are both grateful because that struggle in Atlanta really helped shape our marriage, man. Like, And I had a, somebody come up to me once and say, man, you and Shayla, man, this, this sure worked out. You guys look great. <laughs> and, and they said, man, if you guys only knew what people were saying about y'all. And I'll never for, I will never forget that. Because I want everyone, especially people that are married or are in relationships or are trying anything in life. Because marriage is a part of life. People will talk about you. And it, it and, and I know the new cool thing, Shayla, is to constantly talk about how we don't care about the haters. And as, if you've listened to this podcast before, I don't want to be around the feds. We call the feds haters. We call haters the feds. I don't want to be around negativity. I don't want to be around people that talk bad about me. That stuff is hurtful. And it hurts marriages. It hurts people. When you sit there and talk about people and what they, man, look at them. They look like this. That stuff hurts people because guess what? It always gets back to the person. Because some people aren't going to like you just because what you're doing is what they always wish they could do or what you are is what they wish they could be. And you're going to keep trying to make them like you or respect you or appreciate you. And I always say this. Human beings are, say I posted something on Facebook or Instagram and it got over a million likes, a thousand retweets. That's not equal. 500,000 retweets. And everybody on there was positive. And one person said, you know what? Y'all are a fraud. 
Y'all are a scam. Oh, we are trained to go to that one negative comment and completely disregard the a million people that were like, oh my God, you guys are so great. We're just going to go to... It's something we do have to break free of, but it is true nonetheless. It's true. Because you, we care about people we do. You do. You care. Just like when, when we first started messing around. I cared. People thought I was a, ruining your life and being mm-hmm. a slore. <laughs> you know, and... And they didn't know the whole story. They were, it was exactly. like I didn't even get to tell my, my side of the story. People just came up with their conclusions and there it was. And I'm just glad. I'm glad we made it. Absolutely. And, and last, thing, last thing. You want to tell them about our children and how we parent. Well, no. Yeah, I do. But the last thing I'm saying to put a button on that, and I'm going to get into the children very briefly. We didn't put any of our business on social media. <laughs> it was a shocker to everybody. We didn't. We didn't, even we didn't, we, we didn't, talk, I didn't go, oh my God, man, Shayla's so, we never, even though we were fighting, we fought with each other and our close people that knew, like we were beefing about things. We never went to social media and young people, young couples or old couples, social media is never the place for you to vent, to vent because the problem is you will forgive your spouse or your significant other your friends and homeboys and homegirls are going to look at you like an idiot. Well, didn't you just tell me that you was going to do this? And then they're starting to judge you. And then they judge him. And you two guys have made up. But your friends and family are like, no, this is unhealthy. So always remember, man, trusting your mentors and those that you trust to help you with your marriage. And remember, your friends and family can be like water and broccoli. Good for you, but they can still kill you. So... Briefly, Shayla, you or you think we put a button on that? That's or okay. Yes, there's a, a podcast, Shayla, so you have to say yes. they can't hear a nod. Okay, so <laughs> parenting. Whatever, Kyle. I didn't even say. <laughs> yeah. You see, you see, TGIU whatever. listeners. I didn't even say anything, and it was whatever. Kyle. He like bends his head down. He's all dramatic. Why do you think I bit my head? Because you always go, I'm the only one you I'm the only one. Do you see this? I'm the only one doing this. Okay. First of all, guys, I think you know that's not my voice. What I'm saying is, I'm the only one that does this. Okay. See, we might have to cut this podcast short (laughs) because if the disrespect continues to flow, I can't be a part of this. How are you going to disrespect me on my own podcast? I'm not. I'm just saying. That's what you say. Okay. So my point is, as a man... We can always be the punishers in the house because women are always trying to nurture. But when we got young boys and young women, we can't always nurture. I I do both. You do what? I do both. You just don't like in the mornings I get on them. And Kyle's the baby. You see, so you know what? <laughs> okay, that puts a button on parent <laughs> that puts a button on parenting he right there. Is. As as horrible as he can be, he's still the baby. He's not my baby. He's <laughs> my son that needs whoopings. And Zoe, she just is a girl. And Daniel, he he needs help. Well, actually, we don't really believe in whoopings in this family. CPS don't Except come. For Kyle. We don't believe in whoopings. <laughs> Kyle doesn't need whoopings. We get we we sit our kids down on the sofa and we say, "Listen, kids, we need you to be your best self so we can be our best self." That's what we do. We we we. You know what? You know what? We're going to put a button on the kids thing because if you're saying that he's the baby and I'm saying he needs punishment, <laughs> that's the divide factor right there. 
He's the baby. He, he is. is out of control. So cute. But Kyle, okay, now let, let all reality, okay? Kyle Jr. is is somebody else. He's different. He's too big for his age and he's 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 three years old and the doctor said he's the size of a five year old. Yeah, so he's huge and he just is a force all the time. And nothing is easy with him. Nothing. 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 Not even brushing his teeth is easy. He just wants to fall out all the time. Zoe is more, she's, she is evolving into a little girl. You know, she's liking her nails done, her makeup, her hair a certain way, the clothes she wears. Makeup. You know, like in the morning when, when she comes in the room when I'm doing my face and she like gets the little brush and she's. She shouldn't be wearing makeup. Oh my gosh. Anyway, but she likes lip gloss, things like that. Since when does Zoe wear makeup? She, I'm saying she just likes to play with it. No, 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 no. Anyway, See, this is the stuff. She's I'm, a girl. You're not going to do that. She's a girl. She, she likes she, to get she, her little nails done. Okay, she, nails I, done, all that. But why but is she wearing makeup? No, not like full-fledged. Like, she just plays with the brush. There's nothing on the she brush. She doesn't need to wear makeup. And she wears lip gloss, which she could wear. She doesn't need lip gloss. So, she can put on chapstick. I don't have any chapstick. But she just comes in the morning. She just, in the morning, like... I'll, I'll, I'll be eradicating that. Okay, over. And Daniel is just going through grown pains. He just... You have to stay... On him. You do. But when you say you have to stay on him, it's really me staying yes, on him. Yes, you. Okay, but it, you know what? This is a podcast. <laughs> we, this is going to be the next podcast. I don't understand why I need to enter. If you are dealing with him, then deal with him. Because, because I can't, I'm frustrated. it can make it to be that I'm this big, bad, mean man. But I just, but and you're this that. soft person no, that every time they run to me and go to you and I'm a negative and you're a positive. And you like that stuff, but no, that is poison. I don't like that stuff. I discipline when I need to, when I have to. If if, if I got, I will check him. If I had a dollar for every time you discipline, I'd be a poor man. No, you would not. You'd be a thousandaire. That's poor. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be out on a house and out of a house. No, you'd be a thousandaire. And I'd be a billionaire. If, how many times I have to? No, but hey, that's what you're saying. So you're the dad. Okay. So now you want that? Now I want. Now you want me to be the man. Yep, you're the dad. Okay, okay. You are People. the dad. You need to do what you got to do. Me, I just. You like being the savior. How do I save them? Do you like being the savior? How do I save them? Shayla, do you like being the savior? No, I like being the mom. Okay, so TGIU listeners, <laughs> hopefully this gives you some insight to me and my wife's dynamic, where we've come from, and that's just scratching the surface. I just wanted to bring a guest on because maybe you don't want to hear my voice all the time. Um, Shayla, thank you for coming on the podcast. Oh, you are very welcome. And we're going to work on Shayla. She's giving me cues, but you guys can't see her. So it's kind of hard to. Okay. So Shayla, thank you again for coming on the podcast. Uh, please rate this podcast, share this podcast, like this podcast. I am your humble host, Kyle Allen. Shayla, you have anything else to say to the people? I have a fantastic week. The last thing I have to say to some of the people, rest in peace, Nipsey Hussle. And for all of you that are reselling his funeral tickets, if you hear this, yes, you no. are the scum of the earth. You are the worst people on planet earth to sell, resell free tickets. That is just sick. He has tickets to his funeral. Yeah, they, they, they sold out his funerals in Staples Center. They're giving away free. The only last person to do their funeral in Staples Center was who? Michael Jackson. So they're it's having a, they're having a free funeral, and people are because it's sold out in twenty minutes. People are taking the tickets and reselling them for money, so people can get in the funeral. 
That's sick. Like his coffin's going to be there too? So, TGIU listeners, I am your humble host. <laughs> and remember, if you're reselling Nipsey Hussle's funeral tickets, you're sick. Please seek help. At some point, my people, morals have to matter. Yeah, you may be able to flip that for $1,000, but morals have to come into play. I am your host, Kyle Allen. Shayla, thank you again for coming on my podcast. Mahalo!